You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the king of all kings podcast. Street Vibes. Hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. It's a good time to get the proper introductions. J Street Vibes. You know the vibes, man. The main man, Kim Carraway. The main man, Jason Jones. And it's a big, it's a big week because we need to maybe call this Eddie DeBarlow vibes, All right? Eddie DeBarlow. I, I will not. I will not vibes. participate. I will not participate in that. It's playoff week, man. Come on, man. Man, Pete Carroll week. Playoff. Ain't no play. Ain't no. Hey, Pete it's week, time for y'all to go see your daddy, Pete. Go see you know, daddy. Last time we had him, he was choking on that gum. Last time we had him. That's okay. It's the postseason, and Daddy and Daddy normally gets his way in the postseason. He only played us one time. Well, he got his way. Daddy had hey, his way. Look, man, I'm gonna tell you right now. I got healthy respect for for the Seahawks, for Pete Carroll, for all time uh, Seahawks quarterback uh, record holder Geno Smith. You know Kenneth Walker looking like the new version of Adrian Peterson. I got respect for those guys. You don't believe me? Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm not a Seahawks fan. I just, I like to see Niner fan tears. Hey, man. I don't even hate the Niners. I despise the fans. That's how we feel. That's how a lot of people feel about Lakers fans. So, Lakers got a dub on, <laughs> Lakers got a dub on Saturday, though. See, here you go. We're going to get, we going to get into all that. We're going to get in. In the shooter game. In the shooter game. Why are you up old stuff? Why are you bringing up old stuff? You Why don't Lakers. you bring I didn't up? bring up the Lakers? I didn't bring up the Lakers. You did. You brought up Saturday. Why don't you bring up 136, 111? Kings over the Magic. You know why I didn't bring that up? I'm not going to get in the way of the horns, but I don't care for the worst teams in the East. I don't care. Well, so what? Do you, I mean, you ain't got to so care. What? At this point, so at this point, it's about accumulating wins. I'm going to tell you right now. The, I, I'm going to start this, Jason. The countdown has begun. It's now at 19. You get to 40, you get in. It's at Maybe. 19. 19 left to get to 40. Maybe the Suns got like 21, 22 losses already. Um, I mean, yeah, the, Suns, the Suns is done. The Suns are done. <laughs> They're finished. I don't know what it's going to look like. Somebody going to be a top four seed with like 44 wins. No, it might be the Kings. I just, uh, I just said, I just said forty. That's that's the that's to secure something. They may not end at forty. They may keep going, but the countdown's begun. Twenty-one wins. Now they're at nineteen left. Come on now. Twenty wins from five hundred. Twenty. <laughs> hey, okay, look, we'll do that one. That's even better. No. The countdown has begun. Twenty from five hundred. No, twenty-one. Down. Let's get above five hundred. Okay, let's go. Let's get. Yeah, let's finish, let's finish forty-two. I'll countdown never forget. Begin. Yeah, I never forget when they got the thirty. When they got the thirty-nine a few years ago, and then they literally did all. They just sucked against like a tanking Pelicans. 
And then they got that like 40 point lead in Portland and what it was it was in that last game that didn't matter and lost. I thought it was so damn funny, Buddy Hill taking pictures in Portland while they blow a 39 point lead. Hey, they weren't even in the game. That game didn't matter. They were still gonna fight. They would have so what is that what would that mean? Nothing. Absolutely. (laughs) Instead of being nine games out of eight, you're eight games out of eight. Who cares? Now, back to this game today, 136-111 over the Orlando Magic. I mean, I, like I said, I don't care if they're playing uh, Little Sisters of the Poor. I don't care if they were playing TCU, <laughs> okay? A win a win is a damn win. All right? They don't play TCU, TCU to score more than seven points. I know that much. <laughs> I, I, I don't care what it is. At this point, man, it's about getting these Ws, and they needed – this win after what they went through last week, um, losing that Lakers game and, they, and lost the Hawks game too. They needed a win like that. Now it's making good stuff. You handled an Orlando team that poses some problems. I like Orlando's roster. I actually they, they love to beat the Warriors. I know that much. Hey man, they that Magic team they got something cooking. Obviously they got Paolo Man Mancaro. Obviously the second mm-hmm. coming of Carmelo Anthony. They got him. You know that's that's your guy right there. They got they got they got Wagner, who was the guy Wagner. that the Kings, from what I heard, wanted to draft, and then they took him. So the Kings took Don, Davion Mitchell. See, and, and I got to be full transparency. I wasn't crazy about Wagner coming out, and that's something because he went to Michigan. You know, I'm a, yeah, I know. I, I was like, he's a Michigan him. guy. You like yeah. Michigan. I watched everything that that he did at Michigan, and he's a cool ball player. I thought he was too high to be taken at eight or nine, but he's turned out to be a really good NBA ball player, man. So yeah, you you got him. Uh, maybe they found something in Bowl Bowl. You know the 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 point is the Magic. They have they have some talent. I didn't expect the uh, I didn't expect them to come in here and and beat the Kings or anything like that. But they have talent. Kings handle business, um, and they needed a win like that, Jason. They needed you know something that didn't go down to the wire, you know, some something mm-hmm. that they could just kind of coast on through to. They needed something where a team didn't shoot 50%, 60% on them. And well, there's that. What did Orlando shoot? Orlando shot 45% from the field. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, 31.8 from three, which is like, you know, outstanding. I mean, that's, that's good in general, but for the Kings, that's just like, you know, superb. <laughs> You know, they had their stretch to where I, I, you know, there's times where watching the Kings play defense really upsets me. Mm. And I'm not even a Kings fan, but it upsets me to watch them play defense sometimes. I'm like, okay, you're not going to take away anything, are you? Mm. You're going to mm. let them do whatever they want. I'm like, I'm watching the play develop and go, that guy right there will get an open shot. No. no and like everyone can see it happening. But, you know, when you make a franchise record for threes, you kind of offset that, you know. You make when you when you make twenty three of forty six from three. Ooh, ooh, them boys was cooking from beyond the arc. You do that, you mean you are gonna overcome giving up one eleven pretty easy? We shall overcome. <laughs> That's just, they sure did, crazy. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they only made nine free. They only, they only took twelve free throws. Yeah, yeah, they they were square, and nobody was hotter um, than Harrison Barnes. The 30 piece for Harrison, 11 of 13. That was Black Falcon Harrison. Black Falcon Harrison was in the building. Six threes on the night. He had a big time game. Keegan Murray in the. Nobody really thinks about this because clearly Paolo Bancaro is going to be your rookie of the year. But there was was a little rookie battle right there. Keegan versus Paolo. Keegan Mm -hmm. had 15 
with five threes himself, man. So a good game for Keegan Murray. Uh, mm-hmm. But to me, outside of outside of Harrison Barnes, because Harrison Barnes had a, had a big time game. For me, the story was what happened off the bench, right? And you had Malik Monk who came back after not being at the Lakers game. He had 14. Trey Lyles continues, or excuse me, he had, uh, yeah, he had 14. Trey Lyles continues uh, to play really well. He had 14 off the bench. But the thing for me, Jason, I've been talking about this for the last week and a half or so. Chemezi Metu got some burn. Chemezi Metu didn't work with his burn. Then hear me out for just a second. Hear me out. All right. When I talk about, because I came into this whole thing saying, look, man, they're struggling. He's, you know, keeps talking about, you know, the bench isn't doing this and all that. I think he needs to get back to empowering the bench. At the beginning of the season, it felt like he empowered them. You know, he would play nine, 10 guys and, you know, they were they were a machine. It felt like KD was on his podcast talking about how hard they were to guard, and you know Terrence had thirty one on us, and we got to worry about Matt too because he can give you buckets if you leave him up. He just talked about the difficulties of this offense, and with Mike Brown shortening the roster or shortening the rotation, with you know focus and rightfully so, I understand focus on you know defending and rebounding. I thought that took away from what made the Kings special, this particular Kings team special and made him cook earlier. So not to say that Jamezi Metu was the second coming of Akeem Olajuwon and David Robinson, but I was like, yo, this isn't working. Like trying to go to Kata and Holmes, his minutes aren't working. Like get back to getting Metu out there, get Terrence Davis out there. And you finally listen, Jason, you finally listen. Got Metu out there. Metu played really well. He even ended up getting the defensive player, the game change. So your thoughts on Metu's performance and what that means for this team. Do you understand like what I was saying? I understand what you're saying. See, Metu's one of their guys who plays with an edge. Hmm. He's one of the guys where you say, okay, if they're getting scored on or things are out there, you know, I don't believe the NBA has a lot of guys who say want to fight per se, but Hmm. He's a guy who at least has some edge to him. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, when teams are just going out there doing what they want, you want to see somebody who's going to be mad. Right. And I think he gives them that. He plays with and he plays with energy, you know, he plays with good effort. And what makes it tough on a guy like that is when you play 3-4 games and then you don't play for 3 games. And you play 3 games and you don't play. You might play 15 minutes then you play 3 minutes. And I know you know, it's all about staying ready and all that. But you know, as a basketball player, there's something to be said about being in a rhythm. Mm-hmm. And there's something to be said about knowing that if I get into the game, I'm going to get my 18 minutes, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and I got to make the most as opposed to I might get in there and play three and never play again. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I like him because I think the, the more he plays, he'll get that defensive player of the game. You no, know, that won't be an unusual thing for him. Yeah, and I think and, certain matchups he works better. He works well. Yeah, and I think I, I'm I'm thinking about this maybe offensively. I understand defensively is where their issue is. You know, you talked about it. You know, earlier they gave 61 percent from the field against the Lakers. I mean, that's unacceptable. That was weeks after giving up. Uh, who was it? I think it was Atlanta. They gave up like 54 percent. You know, like they they need to get better on the defensive end. But I don't want to say I'm giving up on defense, but when I look at the Kings and I say, what's their superpower? What makes them tick? I think it's their ability to be explosive on the offensive end. And when you were messing around with Kata 
and Rashawn Holmes, you were taken away from what made them special earlier in the year. You know, that ability. Like, I keep going back to that conversation with KD because KD named, like, eight guys, and he specifically was like, yo, Metsu, like, you don't get a break. Like, th- that's the way the other teams are thinking. Like, you don't get a break, you know, when the subs come in or anything like that. And I just – I thought that was vital for – their identity, so to speak. And, you know, I was glad to see Metu get some burn and take advantage of his opportunity tonight. Yeah, like I said, he plays with an edge. He's not – he's going to go out there. He's not going to stop. His, he's going to play with a motor. Mm-hmm. And you need guys like that. He's a yeah. guy who you don't have to run stuff for for him to get energy going. You got some guys, they don't touch the ball three times in a, in, in a row. They're like, all right, whatever. That's not going to be him. Mm-hmm. He understands what he what he did to get into the league and stay in the league, and he's going to do that. So I I have no problem with him playing. I was surprised that early in the year he wasn't in the rotation. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so I don't yeah. You know, but it seems like Mike likes to kind of just outside of just say top seven guys mix and match and yeah. play game. You know, and it seems like Trey Lyles is at least for now one of the eight. You know along with Davion and um, you know Malik off the bench. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's kind of like, okay, well, maybe it's a TD night. Maybe it's a Met 2 night. Mm-hmm. Like that, that has its positives in terms of depth. And, you know, you know you can turn to multiple guys. But you can't be shocked when some of those guys who are in that, I don't know when I'm going to play role, a guy like a Rashawn, mm-hmm. maybe they struggle yeah. when they get back out there because they just haven't been playing, don't have that norm, that natural rhythm. Yeah. No, I feel you. So Kings win 136-111 at the Golden One Center today. We're going to take a quick break. When I come back, um, I, I I hate to do it, but I got to complain more about these refs. I'm I mean, not going to They got the Kings. They got the Kings on Saturday. And it's not just the Kings, though, Jason. It's a, it's a league-wide epidemic, right? We're going to talk about it all, man. It's J Street Vibes, Jason Jones, Kenny Caraway. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back here on J Street Vibes. We just podding right now. You know what it is. Jason Jones, Kenny Caraway. Jason Jones of the Athletic. Kenny Caraway of ESPN 1320 in Sacramento. And, you know, Jason, you've been around me long enough. I'm not really a ref complainer. I'm not really like, a, oh, the Kings lost this game because of the refs or so-and-so lost the game. That's not really my bag, you know, because – I'm, I've been taught, you know, over the course of my playing career and things of that nature, and I teach it to the kids. For every bad call, I can point to a turnover that was just as bad or a bad possession, you know, mm-hmm. that cost you as equally. So that's usually how I go about things. But damn it, Jason. God damn it. These guys suck. These referees are terrible. And I said, before we started potting, <laughs> You saw what they did to the poor uh, Portland Trailblazers. I mean, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? For those of you who don't know, go to my Twitter on there. Uh, I talked about there was a game on Sunday where Pascal Siakam passes the ball to Drake untouched, and they call it out on Portland Toronto ball. And it's just, I don't, 
you've had you have insight to the league. You really do have insight to the league. Do you think there are discussions going on in the league, like the league offices about hey, like I know they're not going to come out and embarrass their referees and and kind of maybe embarrass their own product by saying something publicly. But do you think inside the league offices they're like, yo, we got to get this shit together. This is getting nasty. I mean, they're always discussing it, and I think what makes it worse is you trot out this last two minute report and yeah. highlight everyone's mistakes. Like, <clears throat> you come up like, hey, excuse me, I'm coughing you a little bit, y'all, because kids have decided to uh, take me down for the second time in a month. Kids are walking petri dishes. I can't stand <laughs> it. You know, but you highlight their mistakes. And, and to me, I'm like, I, I've said it a million times. If you're not going to like punish them or do something about it, why are you highlighting their mistakes? And all I think what it's created is this between that and social media, we all can just record stuff with our phones and highlight it. Mm. We're going to nitpick the hell out of them. And that, mm. that one with Siakam was just so bad. <laughs> it was like, what did you, I mean, I was watching the clip. Maybe the ball took a weird turn. They thought it had to be deflected. I don't know. I mean, we've, man, always yeah. had, we've always had situations where refs, refs will guess, it seems like. They'll guess on a call or, mm-hmm. you know, or, no, I, they have them all the time, but I don't know if it's any worse. It feels like it. I don't know if it's worse because it's actually worse or because we just have so much scrutiny and I can go through my Twitter timeline and see about 50 bad calls every game night. But someone going, oh, come on, look at this, look at this. And my only concern for the – I take the refs out of it. I see a lot of players whining all the time now. Mm. And my my concern for the players is that yeah, there's some bad calls. But you got a lot of guys not taking accountability for their shitty play sometime and blaming the reps. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I saw a lot of that Saturday night. The mm-hmm. Kings were robbed. No, you let a team that 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 shoots sixty percent from the field. No, you let a team that only made nine threes score hundred and thirty four points. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear about a damn rep. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree I, with you. I don't want to hear about. It. That doesn't dis- that doesn't dis- uh, take away from the fact that they were terrible in the last two minutes. And oh, then there was nothing wrong. No, 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 I don't say I, I didn't. I didn't say it changed it. But to me, <clears throat> there are times where I can say, you know what, the refs weren't good, but you weren't either. Right, it didn't, didn't and watching that game, actually watched that game down in SoCal, and yeah, there were some. There were some bad calls both ways. Like you couldn't breathe on De'Aaron that game. No, oh, well, obviously. See, that's the thing with that with that uh, uh, Schroeder foul. I mean, De'Aaron don't get that foul. De'Aaron don't ever get that. But here's foul. the problem with it. Here's the problem with the, in situations like that. When I saw that last play, I saw a foul. I thought I he saw, fouled. I saw where you could call foul, which is goes to a whole nother thing. Poor Mike Brown. I think he got peer pressured in that challenge. That was a bad challenge. I said, yeah, now the, you don't have your time out. The, the moment. Is it a foul? No. If they're looking for a foul, can they find one? Probably. So you can't challenge that. Yeah. You, you gotta remember, they're seeing this, the refs are calling this live. They're, and then when you slow it down, you can say, you know what? His leg is impeding him. It's a foul. Mm-hmm. And uh, to mm-hmm. me, you needed the timeout more than you needed the ball. I agree. I because agree. You needed the timeout, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, there's too many calls in the league where you say, well, 
you can't call that in that situation or but you call it in third quarter. Mm-hmm. There's too many things where we say we know that LeBron's going to get that call, but we also know that um, Keegan is not going to get that call. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like I said, I'm just watching the game, chilling, watching tweets, and I'm watching De'Aaron's wife tweet about Sabonis. He's an all-star caliber player. How come he doesn't get that call? And mm-hmm. the fact that we all know that there are calls that all-stars get that Rashawn Holmes ain't going to get. Mm-hmm. A foul should be a foul. Yeah. But it's not. And and it's crazy to watch. As De'Aaron's profile has raised, it seems he gets more calls. <clears throat> and he's not getting calls he doesn't earn. It's not like he's not getting fouled. But I remember two, three years ago, them same plays, he wasn't getting, he wasn't going to the line. True. He's he's still not getting enough. He's still yeah. not enough. Yeah, but I mean, it, it was, I mean, I remember times where I'd be like, you have to close line to Aaron to get him to the line. <laughs> oh, Bradshaw, give him a little. <laughs> yeah, give him the close line from hell, you know. Give him that, uh, with that hangman Adam, that buckshot Larry to get to the line. <laughs> My man got to come off the bench and just knock him out. And now he's getting those calls and it's, and it really, when I when I say it messes with the integrity of the game, I don't mean the refs are like trying to purpose and manipulate the game, mm-hmm. but it just sucks that we know that the one call that De'Aaron gets, Davion's not may not get, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. just you know, and a foul should be a foul. I remember one time we were having the refs meeting, and you know, usually every year the refs will go from team to team. I mean, this is pre-COVID, obviously and kind of break down the new rule changes and whatnot. And I just had one question. I said, hey, you know, blah, 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 Jason Sacramento B, can you explain to me how Dwayne Wade is able to tuck the ball like a running back and go from the free throw line to the rim? Hmm. And, they got into, and they got into explaining that part of it's the gather, you know, it's on the gather. And I'm like, <laughs> he looks like Adrian Peterson sometimes. <laughs> I'm like between the gather the stuff that we grew up in was traveling. It's like right. no, that's the gather. I'm like, so <clears throat> what looks like four and a half steps because of the gather and all this other thing. It's really two. I'm like, oh, okay, I don't. I'm like, I, I'm like, this don't call traveling. It's pretty much, and that, that's, 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 I'm, like, that's, I'm so lost. Yeah, but they they, yeah. they and then they do the thing like. It's, sometimes I guess if you were to call it by the letter, like we'd never play, like it'd be whistled all the time. But you know, somebody who like catches the uh, the ball beyond the arc and he'll jab, say he'll jab, go to the jab to the right, go to the left. Sometimes that's a travel. <laughs> sometimes it's not. They do the same thing almost every time, and sometimes they call it a travel. Sometimes they don't. Or they'll call something a lot to begin the year. Like this year, it was carrying. Mm-hmm. You know, for like mm-hmm. they were just calling on Jordan Poole every other play. <laughs> and then they'll just stop calling carrying. And then you get the plays where I go back to Saturday, that last play where Russ got the free throws. Clearly, one ref thought he got fouled in the act of shooting. Another one was like, mm-hmm. no, 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 we meant to call the foul back there. I'm like, mm-hmm. but when did you blow the whistle? Right. We meant to. And call. so you see these things where it's like, where they go, oops, I didn't think he was going to dunk that damn shit. <laughs> Can't give him a dunk and a free throw. <laughs> hold on, hold on. He got fouled back here. You know the you know the one that I love. Now this is a, a time honored tradition in the NBA when there's somebody going for a rebound or a loose ball, it goes out of bounds, and they say say it goes out of bounds in front of the Kings bench, 
and they say Laker ball, and the Kings bench goes crazy. No, no, I want to run. And then the guy from forty feet away runs over. <laughs> they discuss it real quick. Oh yeah, Kings ball. Like, and I love it when it's the referee. Like you said, the referee who's nowhere near the play. I'm like, just admit it. You looked up the screen real quick. I'm like, how did you call that foul? How did you call the ball going out of bounds from across the court? And the guy right there is like that. The guy right there is like, and I mean, being around the league, I know little secrets. Like, there are refs who wear glasses but don't wear them during games. Like, they wear contacts instead. Hmm. <laughs> kind of like the whole if they see me in glasses and what I used to always do, you know it, it's like funny Your glasses <laughs> and what I used to always do was in certain cities you would know where the rest would stay at mm. what hotel and I would try to stay at that hotel and go to the bar at night because <laughs> a lot of times that it, people don't understand they also, I mean and I don't want to just shit on the refs Mm. You know, because I mean, they really do try to do a good job. They'll sit there and they're going through the game and pointing out, you got mm. this right. You, and they even do that at halftime sometimes. They'll go through and like, I'll oh, look at that call again. Okay, mm. what did I miss? Mm. And I was just asking questions about, at this time, the Kings had DeMarcus. Like, what makes him hard to officiate? And there is a human element, element to it. And say with a guy like a Jokic, it's like, he's so big. How do I determine if the, his defender is moving because he got hit or is it because Jokic is a big guy? Yeah. So, there, I mean, I do have some empathy for the fact that it's not an easy job. And they've got 18,000 people in an arena who think they're doing the, they can do the job better. I could do the I could do the job better. I know I can't. I ain't trying to do all that running. <laughs> Put me in Secaucus, New York. Put me in Secaucus, New Jersey, and let me be the guy back there going. Mm, now that's the easy job right there. That's the one. Um, and that's what's tough too. A lot of people don't realize those reviews aren't from the ref. The final call is made back east. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they weren't the referee they in the arena gets booed for it. Yeah, they they weren't overturning that on Saturday. Yeah, um, yeah, one, yeah. One other thing I wanted to ask you about the refs. I think we, we talked about this. I know we talked about it on the show, but do you, um, like, do you feel any type of way about like De'Aaron starting to get more boisterous and, and argue with the refs a little bit? I think he's got like eight or nine technical fouls this year. Are you like kind of concerned that De'Aaron is doing that a little too much at this point? I think it becomes an issue if that becomes his focus. And like he got tossed from the one game. Well, it was the Laker, the, the first yeah, Laker game in Sacramento. It didn't matter. <clears throat> they were going to win, but yeah. what you don't want it to be, what you don't want to get as as a reputation as a guy who complains too much, and then they just start throwing tacks at you, mm. and all of a sudden we're in we're in we're April first, and you've got fourteen texts, or you've got fifteen, and the next one costs you a game. Mm. And yeah. that's, I mean. I didn't realize. I mean, I haven't looked in a minute. I mean, I didn't know his number of texts was that high. Yeah, I think I think at this point, for the type of for the player that he is, I think he need to be done with the texts now. Like he, he got to have a mentality like I, I I don't need to even get into double digits. Like I need to. Yeah, be done you don't want to play with that because it's so easy to get one. Say next game, you dribble down, you get tangled up. You he shoves you, you shove a guy back, double tech. Mm-hmm. And and those are the ones that end up costing you. Mm-hmm. You know, you look back, I got three double techs. 
And we haven't had a guy get close to that since, you know, the DeMarcus days. Mm-hmm. And we'll never have like we did back in the days with Sheed. When Sheed, well, he averaged the tech every other game. <laughs> you know, Sheed was a monster with the tech. <laughs> they made that rule just for him. <laughs> he was a monster. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think it's cost them a game at any point. Mm-hmm. But what you don't want is a situation where, say, he thinks he got fouled and he starts barking at the ref and you give up an easy bucket because you're barking at the ref. Because the fact is, Damn near every player whines and complains and moans to the refs. I mean, people will try to say, well, LeBron does it more or Luka does it more. Some guys like that do it more like Luka might be the worst in the league at it. But we're going to have 24 all-stars in in Utah. We're going to have 24 complainers. Hmm. I guarantee you all 24 of those guys do the whole hands up. (laughs) Ah, Every time they don't get a call. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if that's the case, and De'Aaron's texts are going up like that, he's going to be an all-star because that's what all-stars do. They complain to the refs. Yeah, that's, and that's, you just – and I don't know if how much leeway he has with the refs yet. Right. You know, because, I mean, the fact that he has that many already is kind of wild. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I think, you know, just chill, just chill out, you know, for the rest of the uh, – for the rest of the year from the text. That's, that's, I don't think he has to chill for the rest of the year. Yeah, gotta, man, he almost in double digits. I just said I don't want him in double digits, man. Just, just chill out. Yeah, you don't want him, and you don't want him in double digits, obviously. But you know, yeah, I, I just think he's, you know, he's frustrated with it, and I, mm-hmm. I get it because yeah. what is he year, year six, year seven, and he's been getting hacked for years, right? And he's not gotten the calls, and, and, and the, I'm pretty sure he's in the bring the full circle. To bring it full circle, mm-hmm. the frustrating thing for him is, I I I'm I'm being honest here. I, I look, I'm not trying to say what was me or what was Kings or not like that. He ain't never got a call like Schroeder got at the end of that game. <laughs> he ain't never got that call. I ain't never seen Deere get that little touch foul call. I have to think about it. I mean, I <laughs> you know I I can't say he has or he hasn't. <laughs> But I, the problem is, is that, like I said, for me, when I watch that play and you watch it slow down, it was a foul. And a lot of times you get, it was the a letter, foul. The letter of the law stuff. like it, it, That play happens on every drive. Yeah. And that the problem is they don't call it on every drive. Mm. But, but, but here's the flip side of that. Why in the hell would Dennis Schroeder get a call and not De'Aaron Fox? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I know. Hold up. I know why the conspiracy because the, the NBA needs the Lakers to win games. Well, you know, I'm glad you understand. I'm glad you're back. You know, in agreement with everything that's going on here on J Street. Don't Bucks. let the Lakers shoot 61 percent on your home floor. I don't want to hear that shit. Come on, man. Hey, there's nothing. There's nothing you can do with Thomas Wilt Bryant. <laughs> there's nothing you can do with him. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, is that a Keem? He's killing them. Thomas oh, Bryant snatching rebounds from you. Just Sabonis is trying to. That was, no, no, that was a that. foul too. That was a foul too when he went over the back in the fourth quarter. I mean, my goodness, my goodness, it was almost a piggyback. Be stronger. Run. You want to be a good team? Be stronger. Stop it. Stop. You want to be a good team? Be stronger. I'm going to get a whole bunch of hate mail in the comments now. <laughs> Here come the damn. But I would say this against anybody: you let a team shoot sixty percent, you don't deserve to win. 
Uh, deserve is a relative term, but I agree. You you don't have much to complain about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll put that. I don't want to hear the complaint about a call at the end of the game when a team that made no three pointers in the second half has 134 points. It can't happen. Can't happen. Can't, I mean, and that's why I say watching that team play defense makes me sick sometimes. Yeah. Because I mean, I know I'm sick right now, but not because of I watched them play defense. Oh, you've already watched the last I week. I watched the Raiders on Saturday. That's why I'm sick. Oh, oh, yeah, it's a process, you know. It's a process. I watched, I watched, the, I watched a bunch of grown men play Ring Around the Rosie, <laughs> and the coach. Hey, oh, that's hey, okay. Yeah, I might look. I'm gonna tell you right now, I might have to take 15 for that one. <laughs> you know, if I was running playing D tackle and I saw that, you might take 15. I would have walked across before they got done dancing and, and fought somebody. <laughs> And y'all would have been like, oh, he out of control. I'm like, you're damn right I'm out of control. You just they ain't going to make it fun. They clowning at this point. In the second quarter? I'm taking 15, man. I'm fighting. Some <laughs> things you just take the you just take the 15. Oh, well, they're going to score anyway, but they're going to know I ain't no pro. <laughs> you ain't going to be coming around doing no ring around the rosy on, on, on me. That like, wasn't after a touchdown. That was live action. Oh, yeah, we fighting. <laughs> we, we, fight, we fighting. We fighting on site. No, we gotta fight now. I'm like, they were like, well, you're gonna lose. I don't care. You will not do that in front of I'm me. Win, I'm gonna win the fight. I'm gonna win that possession. Yeah. I promise you, you will that. not do that for your huddle. No. I will not see 300 pound linemen doing ringer. No, we fighting. <laughs> Simple as that. Simple as that. Um, we got one more segment, man. When we come back, I want to talk about the expectations that I have for these kings this week. All right. I, I got I want to know what you think. Got expectations for him. We'll break it all down. It's Jason Jones, Kenny Caraway, Jace Revise. We'll be right back. J Street Vibes back at it. Your main man, Kenny Caraway, ESPN 1320. The Athletics, Jason Jones in the building. And um this week, the Sacramento Kings. I'm not. I'm not calling nobody no kind of pushover, nothing like that. I'm just telling you how I see it. If I if I need them to be a, a playoff team, not just a playing team, but a playoff team, I need the Kings to go three and zero this week, Jason. It's as simple as that. Now they already got one win. They took care of Orlando. You got back to back with. Well, it's not back to back, but it's the little home series with Houston. One on Wednesday, one on Friday. I need three and zero, and and I'm not saying like oh. How could you lose to these? I'm saying if you are a different team than what I have seen in the past, like like I told you last week, the 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 Kings in the past, no, you can't say they should be going three and zero with nobody because they not they're not good enough. You know, last year's Kings, no, they shouldn't beat anybody. You just play the games and try to win. I think this team is different. If they're different, they should go three and zero this week. Simple as that. Your thoughts? I mean- I mean, the Rockets are on a seven-game losing streak. They are ten and thirty on the season. You can't lose to them at home. But I also thought they couldn't lose to Washington and some other games. Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, ten, the worst record in the NBA. A team that's firmly entrenched in the race for Victor. Mm. They've, yeah, they got some young talent, but like I said, poor Eric Gordon over there, like, why in the hell won't y'all trade me, probably? Like, what did I do? <laughs> Eric, Eric Gordon, man. Oh, he's been, he been trying to be traded since, since Harden. Man, Eric Gordon go to bed and pray, God, what did I do? 
<laughs> like, Lord, I've seen you do it for others. Lord, I've seen you bless James. <laughs> I've seen you bless Clint. Lord, why hast thou forsaken me? I'm like, why am I still here? Oh man, poor Eric Gordon, man. Yeah, I mean, poor Eric yeah, Gordon. I mean, you, yeah. I mean, you look at their roster, a bunch of 20-year-olds. Eric Gordon is 34. The only, only, only other guy in his 30s is the legendary Boban Marjanovic. Oh, my. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, he's over here. Sitting nice, I say this affectionately. They're grown men, but, you know, they're kids. You got a bunch of kids, man. You know what I mean? A bunch of 20-somethings who, you know, you know, in this league, it's hard to win with a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just so, looking at their roster, I'm just like, they're just young, and like I said, ten and thirty. But the reason why, if I'm the Kings, these two games scare me. Like I said, seven game losing streak. Yeah, they're due to beat somebody, and you yeah. always say, "I hope they're not due against you know my team." Right. No, in their last, you know, just in, in twenty in this year. They only they lost by five to the Rockets. I mean to the Mavs. That's the game where Luca, you know, had to bring him back. Mm-hmm. They had to outscore. You know, they had to bring him back, outscore him by nine in the fourth. Mm-hmm. You know, they lose by eleven to the Pelicans. Not a terrible no. You know, not not a terrible thing. You know, well they you know, they, they they got they got destroyed, but you know they're going to lose to the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. They got you know, talent though, right? Like that's the whole thing that I look at with them. They've got. It's really young, but they got talent. I like Jalen Green. I like Kevin Porter Jr. Jabari Smith is shown to be all right out mm-hmm. there. Um, you know, KJ Martin, I like him off the bit. Like Singoon. They've got talented ball players. And that's just, you know, I've said it before. That's just what it is with this league. Like everybody got talent. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. there's always every team has somebody that can go for 40. Yeah. And Mm-hmm. Yeah, in their last game, another game where they led big and they blew a lead. Mm-hmm. No, they so, get outscored by twelve in the fourth to lose by eight to Minnesota. But 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 the, the thing about it though is, like I said, no disrespect to these guys, but the Sacramento Kings, if you're going to be different this year, yeah, hell yeah, you go three and zero this week. Hell yeah, you, if you, if you can't go three and zero this week. I got to be honest. I got to look at the situation. Like, I got to start questioning what I thought this team could be. I do. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's the way the West is, yeah, they're 21 and 18. Yeah, they're, they're you know, they're 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 five as the time we record. Mm-hmm. They lose three in a row. So say they go on a three game losing streak. They could be eleventh. Mm. They could be tenth or eleventh just like that. I mean they're only three. I mean, if we cared about division still, they're a game and a half. I mean, it doesn't matter if we go by the Pacific. They are leading the Pacific. Yeah, but mm-hmm. a game and a half of, yeah, so what? They're leading the game well, and a half over the Clippers. Hey, 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 settle down. They're leading the Pacific. All right. Does the anyone care about divisions anymore, though? I mean, are divisions like tiebreakers now? I mean, I don't know what they yeah. use them for. Hey, what's the, what's the deal with the, um, isn't that a thing with the divisions where if you won your division, you get home court? No, I think they they, they nixed that. They got rid of that. that remember, you had teams. You had, I think it's, it's part of a tiebreaker now. I think. I mean, remember, you had teams who were tanking. Like, I don't want to lose my. I don't want to win the division, <laughs> or because I'd rather not. I'd rather fall lower. Yeah. 
And it was just getting weird, you know. Yeah. But I guess it would be a big deal if you win the division. I don't want to see no damn Pacific Division banner. I know that. No yeah. one. Yet. We we don't do that here in Sacramento. We only do championship banners. Oh. No, no, we don't so do yeah, that. They, took, they took that banner down. I thought I saw it last time. <laughs> Stop looking up in the rafters, man. Stop looking up there. Yeah, but I mean, you know, just in the big picture, though, seriously. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, man, Jason, that was almost it. That was almost it. You yeah. almost came with me, Elizabeth. I mean, I feel like, I feel like you know, Scooby-Doo, those pesky kids. <laughs> I almost got away with it. I almost escaped. No, no colds, you know. And you know, yeah. nowadays they got so many things floating around. You got to test and double test to make sure it's just what you thought it was. And oh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a yeah, lot. So, but yeah, I mean, you got you, you got to win these next two games. You would think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and and that would set you up. You know, that would set you up. You know, for this year, uh, mm-hmm. or excuse me, not this year, but for for this homestand and where you're at, that would set mm-hmm. you up to put yourself in a position where, like, ironically. They um, they like can't ever get to the point where they're five games over five hundred. They haven't been there since I think oh four or something like that. <coughs> they, there's been like three different occasions where they've been four games over five hundred this year, and they lose that fifth game. That number five is bad luck. The five is bad luck. It's clearly they're afraid. They're scared to death of it. Robert Ory wore number five. That's why they're like, we don't want to get that close. The hell are you doing? What are I'm, you doing? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What the hell was that all about? I'm sorry. I mean, the Raiders suck. All my 2022 was a terrible sports year for me. You know, I finally got some redemption because Cal's won a couple of games. They beat the, the they, red hot Cal Bear Golden yeah. Bears. They slapped Stanford around. They slapped around the team whose mascot is a color. No, the mascot is a tree, but their name is a color. You know, they slapped them around, but <laughs> I don't know why they can't yeah. get get five games above 500 i just think this is going to be a year where unless you're like a denver or a memphis mm-hmm. it'll be a bunch of teams clumped together where this right now the kings are five if they if they mess around and find out that they're going to get lazy in the next next week or so mm-hmm. that can easily be nine well you know you know the ironic thing about this is if they handle business guess where they'll be Five games. Five games over five hundred. <laughs> they'll win. They'll win the next one. They'll be like, "Oh, we got to lose this one." Somehow. <laughs> if yeah. they handle business, they'll get somewhere. Jalen Green's going for fifty years. on Friday. He's like, "I can't let." They'll they'll put it on the on the on the board in, in the Rockets locker room. They cannot <laughs> get the five games above five hundred. We cannot let them get the five. Jalen Green coming home ish. I should see if I can get tickets for that game on Friday. It's like that old episode of home. Martin. About the five. I'm not doing the five. I ain't paying the five. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Five percent is a lot. Five mm-hmm. percent. I would have moved, Tommy. <laughs> I'm talking five dollars. <laughs> five dollars. Yeah. They're gonna put it on. The, they're gonna put it on the board. Do not let them get the five. Well, but I think I, I mean the, the the game they had in Orlando was the kind of game they needed. Mm-hmm. You know, to kind of like get the the feel of the sat the, the last two games out. Mm-hmm. Light but, the beam again. Light the beam. You know, it's been a while. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot the beam was lit. Yeah. It's so, it's so sad when the beam is not lit. I was out there on Saturday. and the, the, the beam is the gift and the curse. Like, it's the greatest thing ever. But when you want to see the beam, it's just so sad around Doko. Walking People are around, around like, there's no beam. Head down. Oh, man. It's so depressing. Like, how do I find my way back if I can't see the beam? 
It's so depressing. I stumbled down K Street. How do I get back to my car? (laughs) I can't find the beam. I'm lost. I need an Uber now. I can't find the parking structure over there because I can't get back. The beam's not lit. Well, this is true. This is true. But hopefully we don't have to deal with that at all this week because they got two games against the Rockets on Wednesday and on Friday. And hopefully they take care of business. Yeah. Get five games over. After yeah. the- Dude, last episode, I said, you know, don't have a Dennis Schroeder game. And he had one. If you're don't, the king. Don't say nothing. Just don't say don't, nothing. Don't allow Eric Gordon to revisit. Just told him don't say nothing. Oh, Blame sorry. him, everybody. Blame him. Sorry. Hey, if you let Eric Gordon go off, blame yourself. Don't blame me. (laughs) If Eric Gordon, I can't believe Eric Gordon's 34. That's crazy. He's been around forever. I mean, I still remember when he like dusted Michael Jordan's kid on ESPN. (laughs) Eric Gordon was a bad man in Indiana, too. He was, yeah, they was like, he was in high school. It was like Michael Jordan's son against one of the top players in the nation. Eric Gordon did him so wrong. He was a prior. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why he's that's why we gotta, you know, pray for Eric. Maybe he'll get traded to a team that, you know, where he's not the oldest guy by far. Yeah. So Jay, uh, we'll be back here on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you got working on before then? You'll be on uh Delon Casey tonight. Well, I was about to say tonight, but you guys will be here today. So today on D-Lo and KC. Then what else you got for more, man? I got some, uh, I got that. I think my, uh, you know, my uh, DeMar Hamlin story comes out Tuesday, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. You know, yeah. and mm-hmm. I've got some, some other, I got some shoe stuff cooking up, you know. Uh, I'm doing some research on Chuck Taylor's, you know. I got, I got a few things cooking, but, you know, I think, you know, the Hamlin story, I got some, looking at some uh, old school, like, L.A. basketball stuff. Oh, yeah, I like that. I like you know, it. it ain't no OK Lake show, but I know they hooping L.A. They no, hooping. It ain't, it ain't, yeah, it, it, it's not no Laker stuff. Yeah, they hooping L.A. So I'm yeah, so it's some, it's some old school, like some old school hoop legends Yeah, from L.A. I got a bunch of stuff I'm doing. I'm doing probably way too much, but hey, That's why you the alternative. That's how you get paid the big bucks, man. Hey, you can find me, D'Lo and Casey, noon to four, Every single day on ESPN 1320. Check it on the Odyssey app. Check it on YouTube. Check it on Twitch. We're on Facebook Live now. We're everywhere, man. Everything. We're going to be talking about the Kings all week. And you, Jason, don't, don't answer this. You don't know nothing about this. You don't know nothing about this. It's playoff week. So we talking Niners. You don't know nothing about the playoffs week, man. You don't, you don't know nothing. You know, Papa Pete. Papa Pete Carroll coming back home. Man, if, if he gets a, that's good, man. I'll be so hot. I'll be man, so hot. I, I need this. See, I don't see, as a person who loves to torment Niner fans, I don't know what would be better them to lose on set this weekend or to get all the way to the Super Bowl again and get up by like, I don't know, 11 in the fourth quarter and take a nice picture and pose only to give it all up. I actually made a bet with my friends. I said, whatever team eliminates the Niners, I will wear their gear. I don't care who. No, stop it. And I will just wear it, not because I'm a fan. I will wear it to walk around the Bay Area. Just that's I'll just a, like go to like the Santa Clara. For. I know it is, but you know what? I'm hurting right now. <laughs> hurt people want to hurt people. <laughs> and I had to watch Ring Around the Rosie. I had to watch oh, what? Boy, yeah. I had to. I had to. I might even get ejected, like the dude in Green Bay. I might get yeah. ejected. I had to watch the only coach. Who lost to Jeff Saturday? Talk about well, you know, we're, it's a process. 
Damn. I did see this, though. I think it was uh, your, your man. Um, I forgot his name who covers the Raiders for the Athletic. It's your boy. Taj or something like that? Deshaun Reed. Yeah, Deshaun Reed. He pointed out uh, uh, got a lot of good points. Raiders are going to have the eighth pick, I think it is. Seventh or the eighth. They got eight more first picks in the draft. And after they move on from Derek Carr, they're going to have $60 million to work with. It's not all bleak. They got opportunity. To turn well, you know, the Raiders are so good at the draft and free agency. You know, they always make the right decisions. I, I mean, I tried. I tried. Whatever yeah. happened to Corey Littleton and Lamar Joyner? Oh, oh, damn. And, you know, you know, they always make the right call in free agency. You know, they always just, you know, make the they, right they, call in the draft. <laughs> DHB. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, I mean, just hearing the Raiders have a top 10 draft pick makes me feel so much safer because I just know they're going to make the right call. Well, I'll let you, I'll let you deal with that. I'll let you deal with that. All right. We will be back here on Wednesday. More J street vibes, Jason Jones, Kenny Carraway. We'll see y'all in a couple of days. Peace.